10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to hour number three of Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Cunin, sitting in the big chair, filling in for Fred Penny. He's on assignment. Had a great discussion the first two hours of Radio Law Talk. If you missed any of that, we're talking a lot about the, almost exclusively about the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial and the outcome. Not so much a, an analysis of why the jury decided the way they decided or anything, but more a talk about discussion about outcomes and, and moving forward. You can catch that on our podcast on any of the podcasting. You can go to radiolawtalk.com and click on podcast. That should be uploaded to the podcast site by when? About next Monday? or uh, If that long. You just yeah. can get them turned around t Saturday or Sunday. So, so yeah. just look for that and you'll be able to hear our discussion. We're going to move on to some other topics. That, believe it or not, other things happened in the law, legally speaking, in the United States and in the world other than the Johnny Depp trial. Actors think the world revolves around them, but the legal field says otherwise. So yep. you're telling me there's a chance. Yes, there is. There's a chance that other stuff happened, and it did. We got everything from crabs to Gibson guitars to Michael Avenatti to Britney Spears to, well, just a ton of stuff. And we'll get to all of that. But let's see. Denise, how are you holding up through two hours? I'm good. You're good? Yes, I always do best in the third hour. Yeah, she, she's, you know, she's... Uh, Her energy just comes in. She's like the bunny. It's like, boom, she's right there. Yeah. It, you know, that has to do with a balanced diet. Denise comes in, and <laughs> when she gets here, she's usually eating some type of fruit. She's doing all of that. I mean, if you saw my breakfast, my uh, two chocolate donuts and a Mountain Dew, that would be <laughs> why I eat that about 8.30 and around 11... You know, I, I'm ready for nappy time. <laughs> Cal, you doing all right? The plane hits the wall. No, yes. I'm great. Thank you. Yeah. Outstanding. Uh, so, case or no case, the first two hours, um, I don't want to brag, but I'm oh, kind of kicking. Then don't. Kicking, <laughs> kicking backside here. Yeah. Uh, Cal, you got another one, though, for us. What's I up? do. I have it right now. Here we go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yeah. It was Jerry's 70th birthday. So he and his wife, Miriam, went out to a chain restaurant in suburban Baltimore. Miriam made a point of telling the folks there that it was Jerry's birthday and a big one, and they allowed him to pick out a free dessert for after the meal. Jerry said, well, I'll be a little embarrassed when they come up with this thing to me, but, you know, I'm an accountant. If it's free, it's for me. I'm in, so I'll take it. That was fine. So the menu price of the dessert was $7, and Jerry, an accountant, was notoriously cheap. So after the meal, they settled up and settled down and waited and waited and waited. And despite a gentle reminder, the dessert never came. Jerry was beside himself. He really wanted that chocolate blast, whatever it was, something that had chocolate in it. He really wanted it. So he made a big scene. He stood up. He threw stuff on the floor. He yelled and screamed at them, said, what's wrong with you incompetent people? The cops came, and Jerry and Miriam left, and Jerry asked for a $7 discount on the bill, and the restaurant refused. Jerry said, they humiliated me, and I want my free dessert, and I want them to be as embarrassed as I was. So he sent, uh, well, he went and contacted his lawyer, I should say, and said, do I have a case? Look, I know the actual cash damages are seven bucks, but the public embarrassment he wanted for them was a juicy headline that says, man sues blank restaurant for $100,000. He said, I want to do that if I have a case. Well, does he, Denise? Um, does Jerry have a case for turning 70 and not getting his dessert? You know, I always forget how to spell dessert. Is it two S's or one S? Yes, it's two or one. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a second. No, there, there, there's a way to figure this out. Desserts is stressed spelled backwards. So however you would so spell it. So it's two stressed, S's. Two. 
Fair enough. Okay, that's a good way. Now I'll never forget that. Thank you very much. I can go into the spelling bee. Yeah, you just learned something new today. (laughs) (laughs) I I aim to please. I'm a helper. I'm a giver. Except when it comes to points for radio, lots of that's what'd right. you say, Denise? I'm so bad. I'm in last place. I have nothing to lose, but it's not a case. It's not a case. So you can humiliate an old man in public. Okay, Tom, what do you think? I didn't think he was humiliated, first right. of all. He did. I think yeah. he's responsible for his own humiliation. The public the you, know, pu- you know what this is, right? What's that? <laughs> Was your wait, birthday last wait, week? Wait, hold on. Cal, how old Cal, are you? Cal, exactly. Uh, did you have a birthday recently? <laughs> it was Donna's birthday last week. Donna's birthday, June 2nd, yes. So, so yeah, I, and where did you celebrate? At a, at a chain restaurant. Did they have uh-huh. any, did they have did any deal for free desserts? Dessert? <laughs> they promised us a free dessert. Did you get so, a free dessert? No. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> did I sue them? You bet. hundred grand. No. <laughs> no case. <laughs> so, so, Todd, so, what do you think? So, essentially, Cal is using this... To decide whether or not he should consult an attorney, he's like, "Well, if the two guys, if the two folks in the panel say no case, then I, then I'm not even going to waste my time." Exactly right. <laughs> not going to waste my 500 bucks to sit down so, and talk to him. So I, I'm a little, I'm a little confused as to the facts, Cal. Yeah. Because you referenced the seven bucks. So what was the total amount of the meal with no dessert? Uh, Fifty-five bucks. Fifty-five bucks. Where did the seven dollars come from? That was the value, value of, of the, the free dessert. dessert. Okay, so it was the value of the free dessert, but he didn't have to pay seven bucks because it was supposed to be free. He didn't want to pay the seven bucks, and they did not discount him. They insisted at the time, and they yelled at him, and he said, "I'm not going to pay it." And they called the cops. Well, and why, we why, why did he? They wanted him to pay seven bucks for a dessert they, they never no, gave him. No, it was that this is an accountant, and he's quantifying his damages because he had a birthday, and he believed he was going to get a free $7 dessert for his birthday, which he did not receive. Since he did not receive that free gift, he wanted a discount on his bill. That's correct. Well well said, Denise. Of course, the accountant for the restaurant would be saying, well, if we're going to go with that, then the value with the dessert should have been $62. Since you didn't get the dessert, the appropriate amount of the bill would be 55 because we were going to give you a $7 dessert for free, which if you had to pay for it would be 62 yeah, Because of all this, this is why I don't like accountants on the juries because they, they really mess all this stuff up with questions. This is like, hey, who do you like more and find him not guilty now that I'm a defense attorney? That's the way I like it. So, um, And you play a good defense attorney. <laughs> He's got his hair in a pony. Darn straight. Somebody He's asked me, looking day, like what, it. why do you have your hair in a pony? Ponytail. I said, because it gives me credibility with my clients. I look like I'm one of them, you know. You look, oh, you you know, look the, like you're an undercover drug agent. You know, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, well, look, okay, whatever. You look great. I'm and this kidding. is a problem because? No. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with Denise. I'm not going to run with scissors and drink 2% milk that's expired anymore at this point. I just got to say, you know, no case. Because I think the lawyer, if he did go to a lawyer, the lawyer's going to say, Jerry, the, res- the, the restaurant's not responsible for your embarrassment. The public would have never known if you hadn't made a fool of yourself by running around. I'm really hoping this And unless the, the chain restaurant said free desserts for everybody on their birthday. Well, that's what they did. Oh. That was their policy. You know, I'm going <sighs> to... You got, maybe you got to show proof of, of um, your birthday. Yeah, Denise is trying Acceptable. to talk. Denise is trying to talk me out of my answer. That's what she's doing. She wants me to. She's say, very clever at this. You know what? I no, will. I, so I will run with scissors, because if the if the restaurant was holding themselves out, was saying free desserts on your birthday, and then they don't give the dessert in California, that'd be a violation of business professions code section seventeen five hundred. I think uh-huh, it is blah, blah, unfair, blah. unfair <laughs> business practice, which we'll get to in the crab case, by the way. And so it's uh, a case, and they settle. Huh. Well, now I know I got a chance. I got a chance. I mean, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, these things case, do happen. Case and they settled, and they give him his free dessert. They deliver it and drop it on his front porch upside down. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned as Radio Law Talk will continue here in just a minute. We'll have the answer to our intriguing case or no case, the matter of the missing dessert. Right after this, was it a hot fudge Sunday you didn't get? Yeah. Anyway, so we'll be right back with the story after this. No more.
Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack Car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz2Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 721 4869. 800 721 4869. That's 800 721 4869. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. You know that, uh, that kitty bump says, is this real life? I can't remember if I mentioned this to you. It would be great to stitch that up with the, uh, with the second line in Bohemian Rhapsody. So it's that the kids say, is or this real life? Or, or just, just fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> you guys can just sing it every time. That works just yes, as we well. Can, we can do that. Or, yeah, we'll, we'll do I'll, I'll do the highs, you do the lows. No, we need the kids. <laughs> we, we, we need the next time we record the kids, we need the kids to say, 
Or is this fantastic? You know, say oh, that. yeah, we can that do that. Yeah, awesome. we can do that. Yeah, Phil, just get, get and the And then Todd would be going, easy, Cub, easy, go. If I could just get him to show up, <laughs> but Fred won't pay him anymore, so I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> we were. Wait, 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 hold off on the mama just killed. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're not going there. <laughs> mama Mia. So my wife and I were at a music uh, concert in Chico, California last week where a young man, very brave young man, Tried to do that song with all of the Queen guitar parts and bounce them back around in the vocals. It was a real challenge. Let's put it that way. It was it, very hard on. If him. you want to hear good video, I think YouTube you can find it. Look up the YouTube of Kanye West. Kanye West trying to sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, it is not. <laughs> it is not fun. <laughs> not the musician he thought he was. Yeah, right? that that's 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 a tough ride. Ranks right up there with Roseanne singing the national oh anthem. Oh my gosh. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, you ever hear the one Carl Lewis when he tried to sing in the national anthem? I think it was a Chicago Bulls game. Mm-mm. You know when he started out that oh this is not going to end well when he's got to hit the high notes. <laughs> oh, he started up here. Oh, oh yeah, he started up yeah. too oh, way man. too high. Mm-hmm, I mean, that song covers like almost three octaves. I mean, good heavens, it's crazy. Wow. But uh, all right, so so what happened? What's the outcome of of Jerry and the and Miriam and the chain restaurant? No case. <laughs> yes, and I got Todd to change his answers, folks. See, see, folks. Now, listen. I, I want to point something out here. I want to point something. If you are looking for a top, top-notch, high-quality attorney in the area of family law, you can't do any better than Denise Dirks, who literally, through her persuasive powers, got me, also a lawyer, to change my answer to her benefit. Subtle, pervasive. Yes. Subtle powers. <laughs> subtle powers. This isn't like out of Stranger Things. This is subtle This stuff. is subtle power. This it is was not no the stink eye. There was no stink eye. <laughs> that's involved. a good point. See, that's and then that is the way that it worked. She came in using stink eye for the first two hours so that when she really needed it, then it was the the appearance of reason and all of that. And and I was lulled into this sense of security. And she made you, the jury, think that she was on your side. That's right. A good job, you Denise. Know, that was really good. He's complimenting me on my ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> she set you up really she, well, she, I she, think. See, see, it's just deviosity. Yep. I don't even know if that's a way. And she has no shame whatsoever. Yep, took you down there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. you know what Denise means, right? It's it's a, um, a French derivative of the Greek goddess of wine and laughter. <laughs> like, uh, really? Really? Hmm. Yeah. You know, you know what Todd means? Wine and laughter. No, no. I, I, I looked at, I, we were doing, it's just anecdotal, I apologize, but I decided to look up all of the names of my siblings and, you know, for meanings and stuff like that. That I, is anecdotal. There's seven of us in the, seven kids in my family, and all of my siblings have these noble names, you know, the brave, the beloved, all these, and then you get to Todd, which means... Sly Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and mine means bald. Bald? Yeah, which is not true, so that was good. Right. Wow. Interesting. Cal-, Cal means bald? Calvin, yeah. Calvin means bald. Yeah. Well. Wow, so we go from goddess to a bald All the guy. way to a Sly Fox. <laughs> and a bald guy. <laughs> and a, and a, bald, a bald A sly goddess, fox. a bald guy, and a Sly Fox walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Denise... Denise, what's going on off the coast of California with, with crabbing? Well, you know, there I, I didn't know this. I honestly did not know this. There is a protected area that's close to San Francisco, and it's called the North Farallon Islands State Marine Reserve. And that is close to fishermen. You cannot fish in that area. It is so um, ecologically... Uh, fragile that any type of traps, any kind of of boats, any kind of um, a fishing activity is going to cause damage and harm to the environment there. And I didn't know that. I've never seen that. I didn't realize that that existed. I, I knew about the Farallon Islands because you can't watch a shark show without them saying at the Farallon Islands Shark Observatory where they there's a huge great white shark population there. And so I, I knew about it that, but I did not know that the islands had anything to do with the topic of this conversation. Right. And so um, there was um, a commercial fisherman out there that noticed some illegal activity um, in these uh, protected waters um, off the islands. And so he notified the State Department and Fish 
and wildlife investigators, um, he said because he didn't want other commercial fishermen who were legally um, fishing to, you know, kind of get caught in a trap that they were doing illegal activities. And so it was investigated. And what they found was more than 250 Dungeness crabs in traps. And those traps were all over this area. And 250 Dungeness crabs is, is worth a bunch of money. And Dungeness crabs, if you've ever had them, they're so wonderful. They're my favorite. I like them better than the big king crabs because it's just the meat is more tender and it's just, oh my and gosh. Sweet. And yeah, so, sweet. So, yeah, yeah. Easy so you, to pick. Oh gosh. So you love like it. Dungeness crabs to eat, but not if they're collected from a state preserve. That's right. <laughs> I wouldn't have eaten them, honestly, just out of the principle. But you don't have to worry about that. Why? Why? Because (laughs) this is the part that Todd thinks is so funny. All of the crab pots that were placed illegally in this environmental protected area had the name of the business (laughs) on them. (laughs) Happy Jerry's Crabbery. (laughs) So the the business was caught. The fisherman was caught immediately. How could they ever? Just such such detective work. How did they track him down? (laughs) And, And you know what the best part of it is? They were able to save every single one of those 250 crabs. Yay. Well, I don't know. They were able to release them back in the wild, but I kept thinking that the great white sharks are off the Farallon Islands like, oh, look, the buffet. And mm. I have it on good authority that those things taste great. Lunch is back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Headed into the. Uh, well, I want to just say. What we, what we, you want to say oh. one thing, but we got to go because we're heading We'll into talk our about break. the we'll, penalty when we right, come back. That's right, when we get back. Oh, good, yeah. Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up. If you're feeling crabby, don't do it near the Farallons after this. Stay tuned. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, 
television, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. First, they said cigarettes were safe. We know how that turned out. Now, they say they didn't market e-cigarettes to teens. Fact, more than one in four high school students are vaping, and 80% say their first e-cigarette was flavored. Vaping is harmful to developing brains. The reason we think vaping is safe? Marketing. Same lies, different day. Tell Big Vape to quit lying. Hi, this is Annette Benning. I'd like to tell you about a nonprofit human services organization that has been helping everyone in performing arts and entertainment for more than 130 years, the Actors Fund. The fund serves everyone in film, theater, television, music, opera, radio, and dance with programs to support a life in the arts. The fund offers emergency financial assistance in times of need, including help for those in crisis due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Services include healthcare and insurance counseling, housing, secondary employment, and training services and more all to help foster stability and resiliency for the people who lift us up and brighten our days through their work, especially. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, come on. Are you serious? It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. So we went into the break, and yes, we covered all here on Radio Law Talk. We were talking about crabs, and uh, Denise was gonna Denise was gonna let us know. I gotta say, Deadliest Catch was one of my favorite shows. I loved watching Deadliest Catch the first couple of seasons that it was on the Discovery Channel. It's where they're crab fishing up in. Uh, up in Alaska, Skagway, and that up there, yeah. Yeah, and it just you know the amount of the long twenty-hour days and the hard work that those guys are putting in, and and they call it deadliest catch for a reason. You fall in the water up in Alaska, you got about forty-five seconds to get out of the water before you're going to be a permanent addition to the. Uh, and locale. you make bank, guys. Oh, you can do very you well at that, bank. exceptionally well. Yeah, but uh, but you know. Somebody but you pay was, a lot if you, you violate these protection laws. And, and somebody was trying to do deadliest catch type stuff here off the, about 30 miles off the coast of San Francisco along the Farallon Islands. You know, I'm just wondering why the great white sharks didn't police this. Hey, leave the crabs alone. Somebody's reaching down. They lose an arm. Who are you going to call? Oh, I was out there, crab. Oh, you were. Uh, mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, you, know, you don't have an arm, man. Here's a citation. But that talks about punishment. So what was the punishment in this case? And if just this is just for the first offense. It's going to be between $5,000 and $40,000 penalty. Yikes. That's a lot. That's or about a- one pot worth of crabs. Per, per yes, per violation. Per, so for, you mean so for the two hundred and fifty crabs, four to four hundred to four th- what? That's a lot. Yes. Wow. That that's 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 and that's why crab meat is so expensive. <laughs> 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 yeah, I wonder if I wonder if it's a delicacy. I don't I I don't want the crab meat that was caught legally. I want the illegal crab meat. They don't get pe- they don't poach it for taking butter. Well, I don't understand the problem. I, I just I just noticed like Sizzler does not. 
put where they got the crab from near surf and turf. By the way, Good I'm, point. I'm allergic to seafood, so if, I, I don't eat crab. This is like for you people that are saying, oh, I love this and the butter and it's so savory for me. I'm going blah, 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 blah. You can have the surf. I'll take the turf. It's the steak, medium rare. Please you still are you. missing out on a very rare treat. Yeah. yeah, I liked, you know, I like those, um, the, you know, the, 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 what are they called? The fishbowl things where you can go and pick out that poor, sad-eyed little shellfish that you're going to eat. You know, and it looks at you and it's like, look, his little eyes going around. Are you going to pick me or are you going to pick my neighbor? My neighbor looks pretty good right now. Yeah, and Denise was saying, listen, I wish I could help you. Put him in the water. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, 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 that little guy's like, ah, you don't want me. I mean, look at this. I, I, I think I got an infection on my fin, but, you know, Charlie over there is looking really plump. And uh, and you could you you could dine forever on him. And in fact, I think it was Krabs who invented the joke. I don't have to run fast. I just have to run faster than you. That's right. <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so that's it. We we we've exhausted the crab talk. Oh, Michael Avenatti. You know you know you're in trouble when you have naughty in your name, right? Michael Avenatti. He shot to fame. He shot. To, he he was a celebrity lawyer, high-priced lawyer down in Southern California. But he really, really put himself on the map when he represented one Stormy Daniels, and then decided to try to run for president. Oh, very yes, briefly. Yes, yes, very briefly. Yeah. He was the darling of the news networks oh, because yeah. he was representing somebody that was suing then. Um, uh, what, what, was president this, Trump. Was, was this during his presidency or prior? To his presidency. It was no, during. This all, during. Okay. during. Oh, yeah. So he was suing then President Trump on behalf of Stormy Daniels was um, all this stuff related to whether or not they had had an affair and who can write a book and was there a non-disclosure and that's what got Michael Cohen in trouble. It's all this stuff and, and, and Avenatti was the lawyer at the center of it all. And then there was the book deal for Stormy and there was a a GoFundMe account or something like that. Money was coming in, but here's the problem. Stormy Daniels wasn't seeing any of it. But Michael Avenatti was still flying his plane and still jet-setting around and making appearances on CNN and any network that would have him because, you know, he was anti-president. And then he, like Cal said, threw his hat in the ring. He was going to run for president. And, oh, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, this could really happen. And then the wheels started coming and off. And people started learning about him and said, wait yes. a minute. And, right? and, and he, uh, let's see, he lost a big suit... Well, he was charged with uh, some untoward activity in his negotiations with Nike. And then he had to go face the music in the state of California for what happened to the money that was owed to Stormy Daniels. And he was just sentenced recently for his um, stealing money from his client, Stormy Daniels. And, and you know what the prison sentence was that he got? Wait, I know he took three hundred and forty thousand bucks, right? Yeah. Something like that. Now this was a state. This wasn't a federal case. I believe this was the state of California okay. prosecuting okay. him, and he was sentenced to four years. Nope, it was federal. I apologize. Four years prison, sentenced by federal judge on Thursday for stealing nearly three hundred thousand dollars in a book in book advance money um, from former adult film actress. Uh, Stormy Daniels. Yeah, she goes up into Michael's office and said, Michael, I need some dough. And he said, honey, I wish I could help you. Here's 15 grand. By the way, I'm going to charge you interest on this. Right? Something, I mean, whatever yeah. it is, whatever he lent her out of her own fund, he charged Char her interest on. Charging <laughs> her interest on money that was he was lending hers, that was her money. Exactly. I mean, if anybody should be charging interest, she should be charging his. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, and it was her money that she earned for a big deal that he negotiated. And my understanding is there was no fee agreement. Hmm. Yeah, there was no free free agreement for that representation. So he figured he could just keep it all, or do you think, or does that mean that she, it's shame on her for not getting one, or what? No, it's shame on him for not getting one. Because the law requires that, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, huh? yes. Well, the, the law requires it, but really, really, the attorney ought to be the one insisting on the agreement at the outset. I mean, you are the legal professional if you're the attorney, right? Correct. Theoretically, and, so, and any kind of contract is going to be construed against you, believe it or not. You know. It, it, Here's something that's interesting about the sentencing, just going back to this. Now, th this, is, this is something that I tell my, it, it, tell my clients as, as a criminal defense attorney. If, if you have already been found guilty and then sentence is pending, right, and then you have to make a statement to somebody who's preparing a, a pre-sentence report for the judge. Usually the probation department. Usually the probation department. That is not the time 
to go in and try to relitigate the merits. If you've already been found guilty. That's not the time where you blame everything on everybody else. That's not the time for you to go in and talk about why you're being railroaded, why this, that, because all that, that will get interpreted as one way. One way. It'll get interpreted as this. Failure to accept responsibility. Lack of remorse. Yeah. A, a tandem here. So I, I, I think it's interesting when you look at the statement made by Michael Avenatti, this person, it was everybody else's fault, but now he's found guilty, and he makes a statement to the judge pending sentencing, and this was the statement, quote, I've brought embarrassment and ridicule upon myself and innocent third parties, including my family, my children, my friends, and the legal profession. I have destroyed my career, my relationships, and my reputation, and done collateral damage to my family and my life. There is serious doubt as to how or if I will recover any semblance of a normal life or peace. Now, I read that. I'm glad he finally caught on to that. But did he? But I don't did know. he? Yeah. Because I read that, and I see him expressing remorse for everything that he has done to everybody else who was not included in the list of people that he has wronged in those statements. Stormy Daniels. Not one. I mean, I didn't see in there where he said, first and foremost, I, I wronged that person, and I took the money. I shouldn't have done it. It was, you know, it, it, it is remorse for everybody that might have been tangentially affected, but I didn't see anything in I'm what I I'm sorry I got caught, and I'm sorry that I got caught, that other people got hurt because I got caught. But the person who's trying to get money from me, well, they didn't get hurt because... Uh, well, here, what if he goes up on appeal? You can't admit it. So if you make that statement, that goes up on appeal. So I can understand why he would try to avoid that directly and still buy sympathy indirectly. But usually statements related to sentencing and probation reports, uh, if they go up on appeal, those aren't considered as evidence of the guilt or not. And if it is overturned on appeal, usually those statements are not usable by the prosecution if they have to go on appeal. But if the sentence is appealed, could it be used at that point? Uh, The only way they would appeal the sentence, most of the time, an appeal of a sentence is because a judge used the wrong guidelines, very technical. So, uh, you know, they they impose the, in state law, they impose the wrong triad. Sometimes there are appeals where maybe there's a change in the law, right? So recently this happened in the state of California. They changed the way felony murder, who could be uh, found guilty for felony murder. And so people that have previously been found guilty and sentenced are now being resentenced pursuant to the new law. There are technical changes to the appeal. We got one more segment coming up, and then that's it for Radio Law Talk, finishing up our third hour over the next 15 minutes. Don't go away. We still got some things to talk about. Gibson Guitars. I like this one. Home of the Flying V, and the Les Paul, and the SG30, and many good ones. Stay tuned as more Radio Law Talk is coming your way. Don't go away. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. 
I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-721-4869. 800-721-4869. That's 800-721-4869. Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Well, you know, rock and roll, usually when we're covering music or the, the music industry's foray into the legal field, it, it, it's usually a copyright claim as it results, as it relates to music. And, and you know my, my take on that. I, I view every copyright claim as a win-win for the plaintiff and the defendant because the album sales just go up for both. So if somebody's saying that a new song infringed on an old song, I'll bet you money if they went and looked at the album sales, the record sales for those two songs as a result of that lawsuit that made it in, both of those songs have record sales that go up as a result of it, all for the cost of filing a complaint and retaining attorneys. But, yes, uh, and then partial damages. Yes. So, so that's just my skepticism. But this one... This uh, case we're going to cover now, Gibson Guitar Company. Now, listen, if you don't know guitars, Gibson has some very iconic guitars, especially in the area of rock and roll. The, the Gibson Les Paul is probably one of the most widely used guitars in rock. It was the, the Les Paul, for those of you that love Jimmy Page of, of uh, Led Zeppelin fame, Jimmy Page played a Les Paul primarily when they did their live shows. And the violin sliding, that's right. of, that was done on a Les Paul with a violin fiddle. That's right. Or maybe a cello fiddle, a big one anyway. And yeah. so, uh, so that is, the, the Les Paul is what Jimmy Page played. Now, for those of you that like the Scorpions, rock you like a hurricane, all right? Now, the Scorpions, hearkening back to my days, they had 
two guitarists in their band, rhythm and lead, and the rhythm player, I think it was Michael Shanker, he played a Gibson Flying V. What a cool-looking guitar. And the lead guitar player played a Gibson Explorer, which is which is one of my favorite guitar shapes, but it is uh, you know very iconic. The, the Les Paul, the Flying V, and the Explorer are very iconic Gibson brands in terms of shape. I mean, right. you look at those... And anybody who knows guitars knows that Gibson was the first one to come up with those three shapes. And let's not leave out the SG standard and special, too, but that ha that also is a unique shape. That's where Gibson starts with their design, because yeah. they've got the electronics and tonality down cold. Well, and, and it was is the SG, that's the one that uh, Angus Young for ACDC plays. Exactly. That's right. That's right, which is... Kind of like a Strat, but the horns aren't quite as big. Right, they got horns. So, on uh, so yes, but uh, Gibson sued a guitar maker, and I believe this was a jury verdict. Ruled that is they sued Dean Guitars. And that, by the way, my guitars are Dean. I'm so sad to say I have to go sell it now to help so, them pay the bill. So they sued Dean Guitars <laughs> because of the the two shapes, the Explorer and the Flying V. Dean Guitars had made guitars that were very similar in shape. And Gibson said, look, that's not just a shape we created. That's our brand. It is iconic Gibson brand. Hello. And as a result of that, a jury found that, yes, it was their brand. And they found for Gibson over Dean. And, and this is an important finding, actually, because it's, it's, um, it's a finding. It's not the first time, but it is a reinforcing that a shape can be a part of a trademark that can be protected. Now, now the, exactly, exactly. And, and we were talking here about, well, is this going to open the floodgates? Because there's, there's another brand. It's not a Gibson. It's Fender. Yep. The Fender Stratocaster. Look. I started playing guitar when I was 15 years old. I and I oh, in the first hour I teased this. I started playing guitar when I was 15 years old because I heard this solo on a pop song that just knocked my socks off. Michael Jackson's "Beat It," and I thought, oh, this is really cool. But then I heard the guitar solo that was done for free, mind you, by Eddie Van Halen, and I was like, who was that? And this is back in the day before the internet, where you could just Google it. I had to research and find out. And I was a, a Van Halen disciple ever since. And if Eddie Van Halen did it, I had to do it too. And he played a Strat, so I played a Strat. And uh, very iconic. And I just wonder, on a case like this, on a case like this here, where Gibson was, has been found to have their uh, a shape that is essentially their brand. Yep, that is it. If they have a shape that's their brand... Is Fender going to have a cause of action now for everybody that has infringed on the Stratocaster shape and has done so since the late 50s? Everybody co has copied that guitar. Every knockoff maker from Ibanez on up has made their own Strat or Telecaster yeah. co clone. I mean, it, it, Ibanez, you mentioned Ibanez. Ibanez made the, uh, the Destroyer, which was an Explorer clone. They got shut down for that. Because Gibson, this isn't the first time Gibson has tried to shut folks down because of infringing on their guitar shapes. But we'll see what it's like going forward. Now, this is just a jury, I say just, this is a jury determination. So it's not necessarily precedential in nature. That somebody can't go in and say, this jury verdict means that we can shut everybody down. If, it, right. if Gibson wanted to sue other people for copying, they'd have to sue it and then go do another jury trial and take care of it. And, and who knows if another jury would rule the same way. And right. I wonder well, if, unless they yeah, sued yeah. for an injunction, and then the, the injunction was granted, that might work, you know, in a kind of limited way. Absolutely. But yeah. so that didn't I was happen. going to say, I wonder if Gibson's doing this because they recently declared bankruptcy because under certain presidential administrations, uh, not the Trump administration, but those that surrounded it, they came after Gibson and said, "Ah, oh, you're bringing in illegal wood with which to create your guitars. And I think they declared bankruptcy or came very close to it. I wonder if this is why they're getting very defensive of their brands I, now. And I think it was the Honduran mahogany that is... Yes, that's it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Gibson uses a specific type of wood for their bodies and necks, so the Honduran mahogany, especially in the Les Paul. And, and look... You don't use that kind of wood, you can make a Les Paul, and it does not sound the same. It does not sound the same. Now, a lot of it has to do with the pickup. Uh, just another. Why yeah. is it illegal? Uh, well, it has to do with... You know, the import laws and the sustainable forests and all that stuff. You know, that kind of stuff, that material. The yeah. environmentalism oh. activists, yeah. 
So because it's a, a limited supply in the world. Yeah, I just I just don't see guitars as being one of those things that's going to create a demand like I don't know petrol. There's the consumer of the of the end product is not as uh, is not as prolific as those of it's not as many of them, right? But every time a hot band comes out, the little teenagers line up at the music store and they start start buying whatever it is that hot songs guitar player plays, and that's why this is so important. Because look, a Les Paul, a good one, is fifteen hundred, two thousand bucks for a cheap one. A knockoff is three or four or five hundred bucks. But I mean, we're talking about serious money. The best, ex- echoes, yeah. the best example I see of that, again, getting back to Eddie Van Halen, he loved the sound of the double-coil pickup in a Les Paul. But yep. he liked playing Stratocasters that all had single coils. You couldn't find a Strat with a double-coil, so he bought a Les Paul, popped the pickup out of it, put it in a Stratocaster. In the 70s, late 70s and all of the 80s, almost every Strat made after Van Halen got big had a double-coil pickup in the bridge position. It was because he started it. See? That's the way they do it. It was on um, the vanguard of it, yeah. So, so what are we at? We have two minutes left. Uh, really quickly, can we do Britney Spears in 20 seconds or less? Yes, we can. Britney Spears is suing her father, and her father is stonewalling them. He's refusing to sit for depositions, and he won't commit to different uh, types of discovery. And Britney Spears' attorney is upset. Yep, trying to get a, an order to force him to sit for the deposition to say, hey, what did you do with all this money? You know, the great, your gravy-trained daughter is not, you, you, you don't have the, uh, the influx of cash flow there. Yes, but he was 13 years as the trustee for her, and, um, or that you know, had oversaw her state, and he made $6 billion. I'm not sure that's a lot of money. I mean, in the big picture, that doesn't sound like a lot, does right. it? And, and I would say that the, the biggest thing is it doesn't sound like a lot, so sit for the deposition. I think he's worried about what had come out. You know, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. I think he's worried about the restraints he put on Britney and whether or not those were legal uh, and whether or not they're actionable. I think you could be onto something there, Denise. Well, here's could what I'm worried about. Yes. I'm worried about we don't get our quick takes in, so it's time for quick takes. And here's the lovely Denise Dirks with her quick take. Denise. On behalf of all the crabs in the in California, thanks to the State Department of Fish and Wildlife, you brought us back from the death trap. All the crabs in California. Yes, Todd. <laughs> On behalf of all of the sharks sitting about 30 feet below the surface when said crabs were released back in the water, they say to the state, thank you for the free lunch. All the sharks in California. <laughs> Thanks for being with us, Todd. You can wrap us up, would you? Yep, that'll do it for our Radio Law Talk next week. We are back at it 9 o'clock in the morning Pacific time, you can follow us on Radio Law Talk or your favorite radio station. If we're not covered all three hours on your favorite radio station, give them a call and say, why aren't you doing it? Get us all three hours. Thanks for joining us, folks. Without you, we'd have nothing. We appreciate that. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.